The following is a sermon that was preached at Faith Lutheran Church in Sharpsburg, Georgia. For more information about our church or to hear past sermons from Faith Lutheran, visit georgiafaith.com. Thank you for listening. Lord, where are you? Maybe you've heard someone ask that question before. Maybe it's a question you've asked yourself when hard times hit. The thing is, we live in a world where people ask that question. It's a world where holiday plans can change just like that. Flights are canceled. People argue. People are left feeling hurt and lonely. Sickness pervades. It's just the kind of world we live in. It's a sin-shattered world where sin presses people and makes them wonder. People start to worry about the things in their life that they can see, things that scare them, and it makes them wonder about what they can't see. We live in a world where people start to ask questions like, God, if you're out there, why don't you show me your love? Why don't you show me your face? Show me some sign that you're on my side. Give me proof that you're with me. And that's what sin does. Sin presses us and pushes us to our limits. It makes us worry and wonder. And the world just wants proof that God is on their side. And before long, we start to chime in. Lord, where are you? There's this thing in my life that's causing me pain. There's this suffering across the world where other people are, are hurting. Just show me your face. Show me your love. Lord, show me your glory. And we're not alone. You see, Moses was a man who wanted to see God's glory too. Moses was the leader of God's people, the nation of Israel. And through all his years of leading God's people, from slavery to freedom, from Egypt to the wilderness, Moses had seen glimpses of God's glory. He had seen God's glory when God first appeared to him in a burning bush, when he spoke to him. Moses saw God's glory when God delivered his people out of slavery and when he struck Egypt with plagues. He saw God's glory when God parted the waters of the Red Sea and rescued his people from the Egyptians. And recently, Moses had seen God's glory in the way that he preserved his people every day in the wilderness. Yes, Moses had seen God's glory but he had also seen some not-so-glorious things. Because in the verses just before our text for today, Moses had seen Israel's bad side. God had been with his people time and time again, through thick and thin, from slavery to, to freedom. But Israel was tired. You see, Israel was tired and weary of following a God that seemed so far away. They wanted a God they could understand, grasp, and see with their own eyes. A God that would make sense. 
And so they decided to build their own God. They constructed an idol, a golden calf to worship. And this is what Moses found them doing, worshiping this golden calf because it was a God that they could see with their own eyes. And that's why Moses was on top of the mountain that day. That's why Moses went to the top of Mount Sinai to plead with God for his people, to beg him to forgive them for what they had done because it was serious. He pleaded with God to show him his glory. He told God, now show me your glory because Moses needed a sign. He wouldn't leave the mountain until he knew that God was on their side. But there was a problem. Moses was a man, a sinful human being, and what he asked for was impossible because man couldn't be in the presence of God and live. He couldn't see his full glory and survive because God is perfection and demands perfection. And so God had a plan. He told Moses that he would come down onto the mountain and show him his glory, but to protect Moses, he would hide him in a cleft of a rock nearby, and he would cover him with his hand so that as he passed by, Moses would not be consumed by God's perfection. He would show Moses his glory and give him that reassurance that he needed. And what happened next is, well, it's hard to describe. God came down on the mountain. He came in the form of a cloud and he stood with Moses. As he passed by, he covered Moses with his hand and it was more about what Moses heard than what he saw. Because as God passed by, he proclaimed his name. The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. That day, Moses needed a sign, and God gave it to him. He showed him his glory, reminded him that he was still with them, even after what Israel had done. He revealed himself when Moses needed it more than ever. He revealed himself as a God who is first and foremost forgiving and faithful, who would not abandon his people even when they had abandoned him. But he also revealed himself as a God of perfect justice who demands perfection from his people. This is what Moses saw and heard that day. This was the glory of God. Now, today we live in a world that reasons. If God cares, if he's really out there, he would show up and show his love. He would show me that he's more powerful than the things I'm afraid of. He would show me love when I feel unloved. And think about it. Wouldn't that be easier? Think about it. Wouldn't it be easiest if God did appear in his glory and showed us that he was still on our side through sickness and pain? If God appeared on your doorstep, what questions would you ask him? What problems would you lay at his feet? You see, just like Moses, 
We want an outward show of glory. We want that proof that God is still with us and on our side. We want to know that our suffering is worth it, that it's all for a reason, and that we're not alone. And so just like Moses, we cry out, Lord, show me your glory. And yet Moses' problem, it's our problem too. As we are, we can't stand in the presence of God. If he were to reveal himself, we would be destroyed. The sin that is part and parcel of this world, it separates us from God. And so just as in Moses' case, God had to do something. On Christmas, the glory of God was revealed. God saw the struggles of his people. They cried out year after year as they experienced pain and suffering, Lord, where are you? Send your Messiah that you've promised. Show your glory. And finally, at the appointed time, God did. Because on one night, God entered into human history to save his people from their sin. On one night in Bethlehem, Jesus was born. This was the glory of God. Wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger, here he was, God himself, veiled in flesh, in a form that people could not only see but grasp and hear for themselves to comfort them. In Moses' day, God remained hidden. He remained hidden in their tent church, the tabernacle, where he dwelled with his people. He remained hidden as he led them in a pillar of fire and a pillar of cloud. And even when God revealed himself to Moses, he was only able to see a glimpse. But now, God had revealed himself. Now people could look at Jesus' face and see the face of God. Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us, because God had come to dwell with his people, not just to help them, but to put on flesh, to become incarnate, to join in their pain and suffering, to rescue them from their sins. Because God longs for us to be with him in his presence. It's what we were created for. He wants us to be with him. And so this is what he does time and time again in Scripture. God comes down to mankind to help them when they need it the most. When Adam, the first man, brought the first sin into the world, what did God do? He went looking for Adam, not to punish him, but he cried out, Adam, where are you? To help and comfort him. And when Moses needed a sign that God was still on their side, even after what Israel had done, God came down on top of Mount Sinai to give Moses that assurance that he was still with them. And when we were dead in our sins with all of mankind, when sin separated us from God, on Christmas, God came down and was born a virgin mother, born as a baby in a manger who would grow up to be a man on a cross to save us from our sin, to restore the relationship between us and God, to bring peace on earth. God revealed himself at Christmas. And he still reveals himself to us today. Because just as Moses found out, it, 
It's more about hearing what God has done for us. Today, God reveals himself to us in his word, where we hear again and again who he is and what he's done for us. God reveals himself in his sacraments, where we taste and touch his forgiveness, his body and blood with the bread and wine, forgiveness that God is so willing to give us, forgiveness that we're craving. And so for all the times in this life where it feels like we're alone and it feels like God is hiding, he's not far from us at all. In fact, he tells us exactly where to find him. Now, it's true. The world we live in can cause us some stress. There's pain, there's sickness, turmoil, wars. But no matter what you're going through in this life, no matter how lonely you might feel, Yes, even around the holidays. Remember this. God revealed himself at Christmas. God has shown us his glory, not in an outward show of power, but in a soft, gentle, and quiet way. And when we're laden down by the weight of the world, and we cry out, Lord, where are you? Jesus calls to us from the manger amid the shepherds and the cattle, here I am. I am the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God who is slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness. This is God revealed. God comes down to us and so we're not alone. God is with us and for us and so who can be against us? Now every year, As Christmas comes and goes, we hear the familiar Christmas songs and carols. And as people hear again and again about the star and the manger and the baby born in Bethlehem, people start to ask, what child is this? This child, this baby is God revealed, God with us and for us. He is the answer to all of our problems. He is God's greatest gift given to us when we needed it the most. He is the glory of God revealed. He makes us his own sons and daughters by sending his son to free us from sin. And so, dear friends, today and every day, take some time to be with Jesus at the manger. There God reveals his glory to us. And there, just as Moses found out, we hear and understand who God is. We don't have to see his face to know that he's on our side because we hear what he's done for us. He is the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, the God who has taken us and hidden our sins in what Jesus has done and covered us with his perfection. And so one day we will see God face to face, away from this world of sorrow and tears. We will see God's glory in its fullest measure. To him be all the glory, because he has revealed his glory to us. Amen.